The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. everyone welcome to a brand new episode of hardly kayfabe i am one of your hosts i am johnny towns and i'm joined by my friends my pals my tag team partners uh christopher chavez what's up brother and matt johnson hey yo (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome you know who i am but you don't know why i'm here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice nice what's up fellas nothing much how are you another week another week right yeah something yep. like that something like that <laughs> uh, i have real quick before we get into uh the show today guys yeah uh have you guys heard of this new thing it's called pluto tv uh i've heard I mean, it's not new but yes it's an, uh, one of those apps that you can get on like xbox playstation tv tv uh you know channels all right, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's new to me then. I guess I should say that. Yeah. I don't know how long it's been out. I I was not aware of it until recently. And the only reason I even know of it is because a friend of mine said, Hey, you should uh get this, it's free and there's and they show old TNA episodes on there. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's back all kinds when, of stuff on there. Yeah, back from when like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles were on there when it, when I liked it. Ooh. So that's when I've been that's what I've been watching here lately, guys. Some old TNA stuff. It's been fun. Nice. Yeah. That was a, a good era for stuff too. Like, there's a, some very underrated content in, in the older days of TNA when they were doing. What was, yes. it, was it weekly? Was it weekly pay per views that they were doing at that time? I don't remember how all they were doing. I just remember that that was the first place I ever saw a, a Canadian destroyer, and my mind exploded. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Williams it, did one, and I was like, I, I don't even understand what I just saw. <laughs> and now they happen like four times in one match. <laughs> And now, yeah, now now everybody does it like as as often as a super kick. I remember <laughs> yeah. back back when TNA came out, it was around it was around the end of or during ECW times, right? End of ECW, kinda, yeah, kind of close to there, yeah. So because that was when I was starting to really kind of go away from wrestling because I was over the whole oh god, all they're doing is showing a lot of tits and ass and trying to just get all, it's 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 sad now. Like what happened to the, the the great characters you could follow this and that. So when I heard TNA come out, I didn't realize it was total nonstop action. I it's thought it name. was literally tits and ass wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a horrendous name. So it I stayed away from name. it. I never yes. watched it. I, so this is great. I didn't. I knew it was on there, but to, just to know how good that was, I'm gonna have to go back and check it out. Yeah, I do recommend it. It's uh, uh obviously TNA gets knocked around a lot and deservedly so, but there is some good stuff in there. I nice. mean, that's where you know that's where that's how I found out about Samoa Joe. That's how I found out about AJ Styles. Uh, so I do recommend it because they had a lot of great talent at one point. They still kind of do. I mean, it's impact now, but yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, uh, killing our truth was was a big focal point back then too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Ken Shamrock in the early days, amongst others. So there's some good oh. quality stuff. Yeah, I recommend. I and recommend. did you did you check out Tubi TV yet? T U B I TV. No, I don't know what that is. That's this the is same. All new to it's me. the same as Pluto TV, but you can watch all four seasons of Lucha Underground there. 
Except that, oh, nice. except that Tubi TV is instead of because like with the way Pluto TV set up, it's set up like cable. Like you go, you got to yeah. find your channel and whatever's playing live at the time. And I think they have their own on demand type of things. But uh, Tubi yeah. TV is more like Netflix, where you you pick what you want and you watch the episodes whenever you want, out of order, however it is. Hmm. Check it out; hmm. it's free. Except for if you're watching Lucha Underground, you should watch it in order. You kind of have to. Yeah, and there is a lot of um, from what I saw so far, there is a ton. Of pretty good, uh, what looks like pretty good and interesting uh, wrestling documentaries on that Tubi TV, and also if you're mm. a fan of old school kung fu, like '70s kung fu, uh, yes, you're speaking to me. It's yes. all in there, dude. All in there. All, if you're a fan of Wu Tang Clan, and and when you like those little kung fu clips that come out on their songs, these movies are where they got them from. Interesting. Uh, did you guys? I sent I sent a picture to to Chris. Speaking of Wu Tang clans, oh. it's slightly related to that, but not really. Uh, well, wrestling uh, Hasbro makes wrestling toys, right? Yes. Okay, okay you know there, where I'm going with the this. There's the connection. There's yes. the connection. There we go. All right, so I'm trying to find it now. I'm gonna sit in Chris recently. Uh, where's that? Where's that? Oh, here it is. All right, so Hasbro Toy Company now owns, and this is not a lie. This is a true headline. Now owns Death Row Records. <laughs> Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay! <laughs> yeah. They're gonna I make a, a dog a doggy dog dog house playset. <laughs> how's how's that not a thing already? You know, <laughs> that's not a bad that's not a bad gimmick. That's not a bad gimmick. <laughs> I want a Wu Tang themed WWE wrestling ring, dude. <laughs> Def Jam. <laughs> That'd be amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. It's pretty funny, man. Um. But we are hardly kayfabe. That's right, we are. Let's get into it, guys. So there's been a lot going on this weekend. Uh, AEW's got their next pay-per-view all out. Uh, we're building towards King of the Ring at Clash of Champions um, with the E. Uh, NXT still hot. The news about them moving to you know USA Network. A lot to talk about today. Yes, yes, there is. A lot of... Uh... I think one of the big things, if you don't mind me starting here real quick, Get in. is I've noticed because it happened with the this latest NXT episode where something was spoiled for everybody, and uh, the outcome of the tag team title match on that show was spoiled. Like people knew who was going to win. Really? And yes. Uh, and uh, obviously, I think this is in a psycho sids, or as I have, I'm calling this up to action now. You guys need to either yay or nay me here. Uh, I call that we change the name here, henceforth and here on out from Psycho Sids to CM Punks. Yay. Yay. All right. So all right, so we all have agreed. It's now CM Punks. Thank you, guys. This has been a great time. Uh, the, <laughs> so so according, according to this, according to the CM Punks, <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, all they have recently, I, I don't remember the venue. Chris, you probably have that, but the venue. But anyway, uh, there's an upcoming match at a pay per view that's already been spoiled because the venue's advertising it. Oh yes, they're talking. I forgot what the venue is too, but they're talking about the Hell in a Cell uh, because they're saying that the Fiend Bray Wyatt is call is going to call out Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins. Yeah, for the title, I read. Yeah. That okay to me? If this ends up being true and they don't change it. And you know, you guys know it's well documented how big of a fan I am of Bray Wyatt and of this Fiend character. I think it's fantastic. It's a great evolution from where he was. 
Uh, this is too soon, in my opinion. Oh, I absolutely. Agree. That was the first I thing I thought is that, you know, you, you can't kill this. If you do challenge him early, uh, even if he, I mean, he could lose. I mean, it's, it's a very possible he could lose. But even if he wins, it just doesn't feel like there's that big of a buildup. So here's It'll my thing. Be- I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. I didn't re- I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, it just it'll just feel forced uh, without a doubt and just kill. It really would just almost kill interest in the character, to be honest with you. I think so, too. So he's challenging him for the Universal title. How does he know Strowman will have it? Or is it based on whoever's going to have it at that time? That's what yeah, it's based on who it's based on who wins. Oh, that uh, so, which is really weird to me. Like they spoil one part, but they don't spoil another. Spoil another part. So <laughs> like me, they don't spoil who wins the you know the upcoming match between those two for the title, yeah. and but they do spoil the fact that Bray Wyatt or the Fiend is going to take on one of the one of the two whoever wins. Yeah, it. because we haven't seen where he actually issued the challenge, right? We was it on? Correct. Did he tweet it? Because I just saw him responding to the tweet. No, he was actually responding to Strowman's response to that tweet. Yeah, yeah, he responds to a lot of stuff, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but it, it's obviously too soon, though. I, I think, think it's just so. way too soon. But here's your thing: so, who is uh, he, he's not going to win it, obviously. But who is he going to have a better feud with? Which one is more interesting: uh, the Fiend versus Seth Rollins, or the Fiend versus Strowman? Because that's what, that's what's going to tell you who wins this Strowman versus Rollins match. Well, here's the thing to me. If you have this character who they all know is really hot right now uh, and you have him go for the title and lose, I mean, that's just destroying the character right away, in my unless, opinion. Unless it makes him crazier and darker and more bloodthirsty. You know what this I mean? This is and, the WWE we're talking about. They don't do storytelling long term. Yeah, however, <laughs> however, this is now in the hands of Heyman and Shivani, so... Or Shivani, Jesus Shiv- Christ, Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> I had Shivani on the brain because of what happened at Starcast. Oh, that'll put butts in the seats. Yeah, <laughs> no Bischoff, but we do have Heyman and Bischoff writing, which I mean, it hasn't been the greatest. Still, there have been some nights where they've been decent, and this week was okay for me on on the E. But still, I feel like they're really trying to push more towards that edgier and darker. You know, things. So I feel like we're going to see the fiend lose this, and co- and whoever he's going to feud with, it's going to be relentless. Like, well, here here's my issue with it. I'm not saying you're wrong, and that it's a, a terrible idea. It's just that everybody knows where Bray Wyatt came from, and he would always, always talk, and always, always lose. So if he's going to turn to his new character, and everybody gets hot for it, and he loses his first title match right away, then who's going to give a flying crap about his character from then on out? Oh, you're right. Well, he can't. Well, it would have to be a weird lo- loss then, right? Like it would have to be something that happens that was which people of, will hate too. Yeah, yeah they will. But, they will. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I, I, people, but who will, said, people are just going to crap on this. Well, here's the other thing too. This is all Twitter, it's completely Twitterverse. So who says <laughs> yes. that that's even a thing? Who says that that they're going to? That's how WWE it? books now, though. They book oh, stuff from God. Twitter. <laughs> Christ, I'm done. You guys, you, know, you, guys right. uh, you know what? I'm. I'm I'm doing this thing where I get annoyed and I just I, I, I roll myself out of the ring and I, I flail my hands in disgust and I'm walking to the back. You guys got to finish the show on your own. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm going to hit you from behind and throw you back in the ring. Man, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you're right, though, Johnny. For them to just throw something out there like out of nowhere, you're just kind of like, what? It's purely because he's so hot right now. 
Uh, and they were like, well, we need to get him into the title picture right away, which is really weird because usually when a character gets hot, like Daniel Bryan, for example, yeah. they don't hot shot him like that. They save it and they know to save it. So what I if, don't understand what if they do though? at all. What if they do, though? What if the idea is, is he issues the challenge, but whoever wins it doesn't take him seriously anyway? So it's this mm. this thing where he chases them down for a while. I like that concept. Yeah, I don't mind that. I like a draw, you don't, drawn out like yeah. stalking type thing kind of yeah. like what he did with Balor a little bit uh you know and I I, I like the idea of a, of a stalker fiend like kind of thing just legit mu- like maybe a two-month build-up uh in that respect uh, I think they will work out very well here's a book yeah, I think oh so go ahead all I was gonna say is between those two the two he could choose from if they go this route which I again I still say it's too soon but uh it, I in my head this is how you do it you have Rollins win the champ, like retain the championship, and but since Strowman and Wyatt actually have a history, then that be his next feud. Even though Strowman doesn't win the championship, maybe he cost Strowman the belt or something like that. You know, uh, that would be my hope because uh, obviously they have a history together. I mean, he was part of the Wyatt family at one point. Let me ask you if this booking helps the case with Bray Wyatt losing uh, for the title bout. What if he loses because he gets attacked by the demon, and the de- and it, and it's an attack that not just where the bell rings, disqualification matches over, demon leaves. No, the demon stays around, and we literally see a vicious beating, and it becomes this kind of like, you know, Undertaker versus Mankind style uh, feud. I could do that. Yeah, because I, I feel I feel like that would still help the fire, stoke the fire, and you would not bury him that quick. I honestly, man, I'm trying to take the fanboy of me out of this <laughs> and just and just look at it from like a logistic standpoint. They've really built his character up really well. This is one of the few things that, in my opinion, WWE's actually done really well yeah. here lately. Is building the fiend up very, very awesomely, and he's got an aura about him right now. If if he gets to live in crap knocked out of him, which is the only way that angle would work, in my opinion, that you're saying, I think it would kind of knock some of that R off of him. Like, you got to wait a bit until he's against somebody who or you would do it truly vice feels versa. a threat. Or you do it vice versa. Demon costs him in the bout, and, and Fiend goes absolutely apeshit on him. Like, like kind of like, the, like Ciampa Gargano. You know what I mean? Like, vicious. Like, straight vicious. They really need to just look back and how they booked Undertaker when he was first starting out and kind of go from there. Yeah. See, I would like, yeah, I like what, I mean, I like the idea Chris had. I, I would like to see more Demon versus Fiend. Yes. Uh, that's kind of what my mentality is it's on too all fa- this. Yeah, it's too fast to move him on to another feud immediately. Like, use this. This was great. The fact that Balor couldn't do it, so maybe he's going to summon the Demon to try to fight the Fiend. And then we well, he also out- wanted time off. Yeah. Like, in, like. Kayfabe wise, I mean non kayfabe wise, he wanted time off. Yeah, so that's why we haven't seen him. Yeah, it's yeah. tough, but after this, I mean, after I really want this Balor thing to, to go through. I like the idea of him and Strowman going at it, even though I kind of obviously I, w- I would I feel the Fiend would kind of be out on top, yeah, come but, out on top with that. Yeah. I read a r- report on the it was the CM Punks uh, <laughs> that Strowman's been very frustrated with his creative direction, and he's been like livid. So I mean, how would that? affect him too i think i mean that's a neat question for another day dude for Especially yeah for, day, but, for a yeah. while for a while there he was the next face he of, of the company he was going to be the guy that held the belt and then he had that shoulder that elbow thing happen and 
it was it did it slowed down his 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 fire you know his 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 fire and his push so you're right i could see him being frustrated especially the way he's been used one week he's a bully chasing people down next week he's tag team champs with seth rollins next week he's eyeing up the his tag team partner's other belt like i get it dude i'd be totally frustrated if i was him it's a mess it's a bit of a mess right now yeah that's why i'm still saying they should just hold off on on the fiend taking on either one of those two like just hold those away hopefully they don't yeah hopefully they don't acknowledge it i would put him against somebody like the miz or somebody like that currently uh who uh some face like that who can take a loss and it's not really going to hurt that face very much. Yeah. You know, that's one of the, that's one of the good things about the Miz. He can, he's kind of Teflon. He can take a bunch of losses and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, especially recently this past couple weeks with the Miz and Sami Zayn and, and Shunsuke. Yeah. I'm kind of, I feel like the, the Miz is starting to flounder and it's, is it because he's face? He's so much better as a heel. Um, yeah, and everybody knows it. And and I'll tell you what, I actually do like the fact that Sami Zayn has decided he's going to be the mouthpiece for Shinsuke Nakamura. That that is something that I did like. But, I really like that pairing a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We'll definitely we'll, we'll definitely get that to uh, when we review the E for the week. Uh, but I had something on the Psycho Sids. I wanted to see. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, the CM Correction. Punks. There we go. <laughs> this uh, there was rumor that the the E was interested in bringing back. Headline grabbers Enzo and Big Cass. Interesting. Have, have they hired a lot of more little people for them to beat up? Is that what's <laughs> is that what's happening here? Well, they I think they figured because there's the twenty four seven belt and it seems like Maverick what's his name? Um Oh uh, Drake Maverick. Drake yeah. Maverick's yeah. gonna constantly, constantly keep going for this thing. It's something that and you never can get to make love into. to his wife. It's terrible. You can mix these guys into it. Maybe have Big Cass be the guy that smooth or, or smooth talks the wife, or maybe even Enzo and and build a feud there with that little man. Uh, no, but let me tell you something. It was uh, that was reported earlier uh, yesterday, I believe, or maybe the day before. Um, a few hours ago, uh, you know, the final word on pro wrestling. The guy that you can trust at all times, Dave Meltzer, weighed in. <laughs> I and can't so, believe you said that with a straight face <laughs> Yo, I can cut a promo when needed And make it believable uh, He said that the WWE has His source in the WWE says Zero interest in Enzo and Cass returning But listen He added at this time Yeah yeah, you can never say never in wrestling I mean, we never. all know that Right, So, which is why CM Punk is debuting on Raw on Monday night, <laughs> this is this is what's going to counteract the AEW weekend that we have coming up. Raw's like, you know what? We're let him do this. Let him go do Starcast three. Let him do the whole thing and make them think this. But he's coming back to Monday Night Raw. So I guess the real question here is: Do either of you? Because I know I don't. I'm just going and and uh, blow the lead here. I could care less if those guys if I ever see those guys yeah, wrestle no, again. They're I could just care not, less. Even when they were hot and people liked them, they were not my cup of tea. They're good talkers, right? And such, but I just could not care less if I'm being honest. Uh, I, what would you guys want to see them again? And I think that their their stars kind of fizzled out. It has. Yeah. I was, you know, I did, I did like when they were around. I really did. But you just kept hearing reports of, you know, being locker room cancer. Yep. Like Enzo is always in some sort of trouble. Yep. Um. You know, Cass, Cass is in, sexually assaulting women. Yeah. I mean, he got in trouble in Buffalo with one of my wrestling yeah. buddies. Uh, so, you know what I mean? That's You don't want that stuff. I no, mean, you, you gotta, don't. You got you to gotta be, 
you got to be professional. And Enzo has shown in, in recent months that he's anything but. Uh, wasn't he just at a pay-per-view a couple months yeah, ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to get attention, and he got kicked out. Like, yeah, come on. Yep. Come on, bro. Come on. I feel like, yeah. so for these two, <laughs> as good as they were, all right, I'm going to say it this way. For me, there are times when I can separate the art from the person, right? So if the person has yes. at some point made me feel like you're kind of a piece of shit and I don't know that I could ever associate myself with you, there's some re- I I can't get into their art. However, maybe there's somebody yeah. that gets a bad rap. There's somebody that does something that I don't agree with, but it doesn't like it doesn't like literally bring up bile in the back of my throat. I can deal with being like I don't like you as a person, but I can appreciate your art, okay? Enzo and Cass both fall into the first part of my statement. You know, knowing the kind of guys they are, I don't care if they put on fucking a five-star match. I'm still going to look at it like I can't appreciate that, and that's what sucks. I'm, I, I don't, don't like those guys. I don't like them, so, and it makes, it makes me see their, their creative output as tainted, and I'm not interested. That's fair. I think another issue, too, with Enzo is that he uh, his his gimmick is not his gimmick. Like he lives it and it's kind of annoying. That is dude. Tell me yeah. that is not annoying, right? The the wrestler who has a gimmick that all of a sudden becomes the gimmick and you're just, and, and I don't know, like what, ha- what is that about? What's the I, psychology I behind that? I, feel- I don't know how, I don't know how he has time to wrestle with his, you know, his blooming rap career ahead of him. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's the kind of guy that if you if you were at the same Pizza Hut lunch buffet with him and you took the last breadstick that he was going for, he'd, he'd call himself the realist in the room and ask you how you were doing. And then and slap you. He'd be, then slap you and then get into a fight where nobody you know actually throws punches. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be a kind of a shoving thing. Yeah. And oh, then, you mean a high school fight. And yeah. then stand or, or, over, or over a breadstick. Yeah, over a like breadstick. That, I feel like that's the kind of fight that we that would it would that would take place. Right, you fight dude. somebody over a breadstick. So, so yeah, that so that hmm. that that it's good, right? Uh, that the the E is not considering them quote at this time because uh, I don't feel like it's going to fit anything. And if they do, I don't know, dude. I, they would have to literally turn around their their persona, like just the person, the people that they truly are, for me to even care. If you, the you know E wanted what? him, I'd be like, I don't care. Uh, it's, it makes you know, the E look worse. Yeah, I'm with you on this, but you know what? I do hope they become better people. Like, I want them to. So maybe down the road, oh, and yeah, I feel like they sure. really are, I'll be like, oh, okay. All right. A redemption story is always great, yeah. but it's got to be real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, But I want to I want to say this one Psycho Sid wrote. I mean, Psycho Sid, I'm doing it now. You ruined me. <laughs> uh, you ruined my own bit here, Chris. Uh, <laughs> so according to the CM Punks, I don't know if you guys saw this. So, of course, All Out is this weekend, but so is the next StarCast. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and one CM Punk will be at this StarCast. Yep. He also released a video that is on Twitter, the Twitterverse. I saw this. And in this, he actually was inside of a wrestling ring. Yep. And people went nuts. Over I believe this. he takes a bump. Um, <laughs> Sort of. He does like yeah. a roll. Did you watch this? Type of thing. Yes, I watched Did it. Did you see this, yes. Matt? No, I haven't. Basically, it's pretty. It's actually pretty good. He has a good sense of humor about yeah. it. The idea is is so, that he's promotion. Yeah. He's he's promoing the fact that he's going to be appearing at Starcast, kind of a thing, and that he's been out of the ring for a while, so he's got ring rust. 
Uh, but he also <laughs> mentioned something along the I don't know if he mentioned it or if it was after the fact in an interview somewhere. But I know for, he mentioned something along the lines of this was this was a $20,000 bump that he took because that's what it cost. That's in the video. It's yeah, in the video. yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. That's what it cost Conrad Thompson to get him to do this and get inside the ring. Twenty. If that's for real, you know, Cole Cabana is going to be knocking on his door. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could be <laughs> blowing that out, out of proportion, but yeah. damn. How much was Undertaker's rate? <laughs> well, I think it's higher, I, though, I, right? I, get, I, yeah, I would was, say probably even higher. I thought, wasn't Taker like 25000 for like an hour? Yeah. So if that's true. 10000 for oh, a, a three-minute video or two-minute video? Jesus. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. Let's be honest, okay? In reality, I would say CM Punk is probably... Guys, and please name one that comes to mind once I say this, but is probably the one wrestler in the entire world that could literally demand whatever money he wants for a promotion to put him in the ring right now. Like at the at the like he would be the highest one. So if Undertaker went to AEW and was like, "I'm going to charge this if you take me," I feel like they'd take Punk over Taker. I feel like Taker's way past. I think you're correct. Um, the only other person I'd say is Glacier, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm 100%. Yes. But, yes. Well, I, I think I, I didn't Glacier appear recently this year in the Buffalo area at some point. He did. I, I think so. Like, and I, it was I'm probably sure like 20, 25. I will not have. Yeah, I, I will not, not stand. 000. That's for damn sure. I will not stand for you two to mock the name of Glacier. One of my favorites as a kid. Let me tell so you. Something. Do not. So don't you dare. He reminded me of Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat, so he was right cool now. Glacier's, by definition for Glacier's me. more like a cold puddle anymore. Oh. Uh, no, no, you're really no, not doing you're it. it. No, We're in, not... All seriousness, in all seriousness, no, CM Punk is yeah. that one guy who can ask whatever he wants. He's the guy. Yes, I agree. People want to see agree. it. People want to see him around wrestling. That's the biggest question. The most and they want to know what he's going to say. Yeah, yeah, it's been the biggest question for the last five years. Exactly. Is CM Punk ever going to come around wrestling? No other wrestler in the world is like that right now. Maybe I'm, the only other big one was maybe Bret Hart mm-hmm. uh, when he was away from WWE for all that time. But yeah. that 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 you know that ship has sailed. CM Punk's really the 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 big one now that can ask whatever he he wanted, and people are going to turn out in droves to watch yeah. him talk. I'll tell you, any promotion that lands him, at least for the first match or two, or the build up, or his first appearance, all this. Uh, it's they're gonna be on top. Any rating, any any whatever, it doesn't matter. They are gonna obliterate whoever's professional wrestling at that moment. Well, this also proves though that he also doesn't need to wrestle anymore. <laughs> right? If he can exactly. just get twenty, if he can just get twenty grand to show up somewhere, you know, yeah, that's that's a pretty, that's a pretty great life right there. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's so without heavy. that's with only taking one bump. Yeah, <laughs> or so called bump. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a big... more than Mia. Khali- that's more than Mia Khalifa made doing porn for. X amount of years, so good, for, good for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which also, which also blew me away. <laughs> but yeah, dude. That so you're you're mentioning this the fact that all uh you know all out is this weekend and Starcast is Starcast three is this weekend, which is a big deal, man. Good for Conor, uh, Conrad Thompson for creating an event that has become this kind of uh, in in just a few short you know a few short uh, a few short a, f- a short amount of time. Uh, has literally become almost this kind of mecca for professional wrestling fans, right? Like, it- yeah, he did an interview recently, like as in setting up for this show. So it was very recent, the last week or so. And they're asking him about the one after this. They're already asking about the next one. And he actually said 
that he actually didn't know how he was going to top this one, so he doesn't even know if he's going to do another one. Dude, oh wow. yeah, he yeah, give me a break. He's going to keep this is going to be yeah. like the 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 New York Con, or the San Diego Comic-Con for wrestling. It really is. And the guy and I think about what he's done just in the last 3 and it's not even been 3 years. It's just been the last 3. Um it's it's phenomenal, man. The, the, this kind of idea, this getting this gathering of you know the who's who, the legends, the stars, the panels, the stories, the podcasts, all these things that that just come out that are all about this thing we love in professional wrestling, man. You know, it's awesome. It's this weekend. I know you can get you can actually go if you. I think it's um, is it Fight TV? You can buy a subscription to get access to everything that they do live, every That's panel, correct, yeah. every everything. I feel like it's like sixty bucks or something like that. Um, I might do it, dude. I don't know. I might. I just might splurge for it. I wanna. I, I wanna see some of the stuff they're talking about. I might splurge just to get a, a look at the last one because I know on the last Starcast two, they had a panel in which uh, Jim Ross interviewed Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Ric Flair to discuss all three matches of their famous trilogy. And I believe they show like clips and and still images of of all three matches during these discussions. Tell me that's just not absolute wrestling fan gold to hear what went through their minds and just the you know what it was like when these two men experienced something like that. Yeah, that's I mean that's more of the stuff that I want to see that when when it comes to big expose panels I guess with wrestlers is that sort of thing. Like I'm upset that I'll never get to hear Hogan and Andre talk. I'm you know I'll never hear uh, uh you know what I mean Hogan Piper and, 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 and Piper and and. You know, macho Steam, Man. Ste- Steamboat Macho Man. You'll never hear that sort of thing. No. But it, it, that's a treat where you can get a famous stretch of matches to be discussed like that. I think that's where the future is going to go as far as these type things. Yeah. That's how you top a StarCast 3. Yeah. That's how you top it. I mean, you find a re- just a really good series of, of bouts and, and just get people to explore it. There's there's a lot you can – there's really a lot you can do in that route. Yeah, that's why I'm saying Conrad's actually got – he struck gold with this thing. And, oh, yeah. And yeah, sure. it took uh, San Diego Comic-Con years before it became anything where we recognize it today. Years and years and years. He's done this in less than a couple of years' time. So, yeah, it's a big deal, dude. It's happening this weekend. The other thing I wanted to talk about, which was a, a big deal last week, real quick before we move on, is um, NXT – it was announced they're going to have their USA Today or their USA Today, their USA Network uh, gimmick. <laughs> it was right? announced on USA Today. Yeah. <laughs> USA Today announced that they're moving to the USA from from the network, uh, which is a phenomenal thing. Newsweek had an interview with Adam Cole in which he literally states that this is the end of the call up. This has solidified what a lot of the guys who have been hustling and bustling and busting their asses. At NXT, this solidifies their belief. He talks about they had a belief that NXT was not the developing grounds. And I think you, the three of us have discussed this before. They're more along the lines of a third kind of uh, uh, of brand, right? Now, yeah, now sure. I think now that's more so than ever they can be yeah. really viewed as that. But I feel like in the past three years at the most, we always said every pay-per-view they put out, phenomenal. The, this even their even their storylines, everything going on on the show itself surpassed what was happening in Raw and SmackDown at the time. So much so that we would say, you know, we would say the call up, you know, uh, promotion, but it, it it didn't feel right because they they were on such a level. Which now we're seeing some of the guys from the you know what would used to be called the main stage, right, are now coming back to NXT. 
And now, so they're moving to USA, and Adam Cole said that. He said that that ended it. Now there's no, it's no longer the call-up. It solidified the idea that this is the third brand. And what we are going to see are moves, not call-ups. So you'll see guys from Raw come to NXT, SmackDown to NXT, and vice versa. And, and, and You know what I mean? What are you guys' yeah. thoughts on that? I think he's right. I mean, it just if it's going to be on the on a main channel, I mean, it's on the same channel that Raw's on for crying out loud. Uh, then what he's saying is right. I mean, it just makes sense. Uh, I think now more than ever, people will want to stay on NXT. Then and they already were kind of leaning that way to start with. Yes, I I do know that they get paid less in NXT currently. We'll see. Some very that's so I'm very have curious. To be, that's going to have to change. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. We'll definitely yeah, see a yeah. lot of renegotiations of contracts and pay rates, especially with the you know with the exposure and and again, I had here's the problem and it sucks. I have not covered, I have not followed NXT at least for about two months now, and it sucks. I I, I just it's it, I don't have the time, but I do know that it's still hot. Like, it's still phenomenal. Everybody keeps talking about things that are happening. I see tweets about what's happening with uh, Shayna Baszler and, um, oh, God, what's her name? I can't think of it now. But who the the girl that's, that's challenging her right now, you know, the Adam Cole Gargano thing that was happening. I know there was a lot of things that's going on, and it's still hot. Once they hit, you know, exposure to the people who are used to coming to USA and watching Raw or SmackDown – who have never had the network but only know NXT guys from mentions and show-ups, I'm telling you right now, man, this, these guys are going to be making a lot more money than they used to. Which is yeah, and true. Also, yep. And I also think that if if you call yourself an NXT fan and you feel like it's your brand, then you better, you better watch that first show because if those ratings are low that first time, Ooh. it's, oh, it's going to hurt. On it. Yeah. Yeah. I Here's don't think that's the question too. Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, I was going to say I don't think that's the case. I think we're going to see explosive numbers from them. I think honestly, I think they're going to they're so. going to blow SmackDown and Raw out of the water for that week that That'd they That would be amazing. Up. I would love that. <laughs> and I was thinking too, I mean, this could be a good thing for the E in the long run cuz now now that it's set on the main stage, now that it's not being considered a call up, it's it's you know, people will be crossing over. It's going to be harder for the men and women who are down at the training center to to make it on that NXT show. So I think in the long run, from that point of view, uh, I think it could be very beneficial to WWE and develop I like, people. I like that you called it, you said people be crossing over. That's would be the name of my album if I was a rapping psychic. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. A rapping psychic. No, but you are right. This is, this is uh, it's, it's amazing. But I, I didn't even think about that, though, when we did discuss this last week. I didn't even think about the idea that this has killed the idea of the call-up now, right? With the E, there's yeah. no such thing as this call-up anymore. There's no such thing as this is kind of a development ground. It's almost like now the performance center is where they develop, and they're going to have to premiere on one of these three. Or they're going to be right. hitting the indie scene on whatever promotions the E is cool with them hitting. Yeah, uh, and they do have relationships with a few of the indie scenes, so yeah. maybe that'll be part of it too. Uh, but I think you're right. I think they'll just be training the newer people uh, at the perform performance center, yeah. and then once you're able to, you'll get caught up to one of the three brands now. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think NXT, 
we're gonna see it. We're gonna I I'm saying it now, man. The episode that we record for Hardly Kayfabe following their debut, we're gonna be talking about the fact that their numbers destroyed Raw and SmackDown, and it's gonna be, because think about this. Think of all those performers. Think of all those wrestlers. Those those, those athletes. Think about the fact that they know this is their first. This is going to be the one that has to put everybody's eyes on them. We already right. know what they do with takeovers, man. Get ready. Get ready. That week is going to blow everyone away. I think so. And they're going to want to do that, too. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. Um, <clears throat> did you guys watch Raw and SmackDown this week? Bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, a little bit here and there. The The world needs an injection of NXT. Not that it was that bad, but I, I remember finishing SmackDown just kind of going, <sighs> have we gotten to have we gotten to Heyman and Bischoff stuff yet? Maybe little things here and there, but like we are, we're there. They're they're according to sources of the CM Punks, we are in the era of those oh, two um, having a say. What are yeah. your thoughts on on Sasha? Like, I like that fact that she came back and turned heel, but I had to, I have to tell you, her her promo at the beginning of Raw, especially when people started uh, chanting Becky, she seemed to, it's it kind of threw her a little bit. Ugh. Not that great. It was kind of lackluster. Yeah. Uh, but she did, to me, she made it up when she was kind of beating down people afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. that sort of made it up a little bit. But promo-wise, you're right. King of the Ring match with Miz and Baron Corbin was kind of uh, – and again, they had to have Cor- uh, Corbin go over on Miz, which, you know, like you said, Johnny, he is Teflon, but I feel like he's starting t- to, to stale right now. We need to do something with he is Miz, stale. man. Yeah, he is stale. And, uh, th- I mean, how still do you have to be that <laughs> – well, I don't know. I was about to say that Corbin wins over you, but for whatever reason, Corbin is, like, WWE's favorite guy, and I know I don't know why. Yeah. Yo, he's like a full-time Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yes. that's the thing, yes. though. I think because he can draw the, 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 the heat from the crowd, because they hate him so much, they're like, we need you. We need somebody that gives some the crowd something to do, right? Because – I don't know if you guys saw on SmackDown. Did you guys see the Benjamin, uh, what's his name, uh, Gable and, and Benjamin match? Yeah, that one, I was expecting more, to be fair. And so was the crowd. One. Did you see, like, it yeah. was? they were literally in a coma. Yeah, and that should have been a great match on paper. That match sounds fantastic. Right. Yeah. I was um, probably, out of all the first-round matchups, I was actually probably most excited for that one. <laughs> and it, Yeah, and it completely yeah. did not deliver. I'm trying to remember who wrestled on Raw for the tournament. It was actually a good match. Oh, uh, let me think. Um, I don't remember who it was now. I'm blanking. I'm getting them all mixed together. Is it Cesaro and Cedric Alexander? That was a, yes, yeah, that was yes. a good match, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that was a great match. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so over uh, – oh, God. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm kind of like I could care less what's happening with Bailey right now. We need somebody to hold that belt because I don't care. I really don't care about that. Um. Yeah, but who? <laughs> oh, God, I know. <laughs> who, who can they put that that you would care about? They're, they they need to do a better job. I know. Not just with the, Shayna not Baszler. Just with the women. Shayna Baszler. Well, there you go. Yeah. And because, but they're yeah. not going to switch her up coming off uh, NXT going uh, nationwide or however you want to say Not it. yet, but what if we made her almost Becky Lynch style where she wants to collect belts and she goes after that belt also? I would like that. I think, well, I think we need somebody... Uh, to quote an old phrase used by the McMahon family, fresh and new, in that women's <laughs> title picture. Um, 
Hey. I don't recall that. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I think that would that would be good. Uh, what's her name? Lacey Lacey Evans. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she hasn't panned out. Uh, really well. She's just kind of there, floating like a turd. They won't go down the toilet. Now that um, when she needs, she needs to be a manager or instead of a wrestler. Or opinion. let me ask you this: When I saw Lacey show up uh, and she started talking a little bit of shit about Charlotte, it made me think they could be a powerful tag team, Charlotte and Lacey. Like these two. If Charlotte big, does all the stuff. Strong yeah. blonde women. Like you could call them whatever <laughs> you want to, but like I think you you could make them a good tag team, a heel tag. If team. you have Charlotte, if you have Charlotte do all the wrestling, then yes. <laughs> Look, Lacey's okay, man. She's still green, but she's she's okay, I, dude. She's not bad. I don't know, man. I think I'm still judging her on the fact that she ends with a punch. That's what bothers that. you, yeah. <laughs> the fact that, that I think that's what bothers you the most. Uh, it is, if I'm being fair and honest, yeah. But let me ask you, does this bother you? Uh, all of a sudden, now we have um, Ziggler and Bobby Roode together. I don't, it, doesn't another, bo- yeah. it doesn't bother me. They needed to do something with both of them. Uh, but I'm not going to say that I'll go out of my way to see what they're up to. I was going to say I think that's why it does bother me because you know you got to do something with them. So it was like it was like Heyman, or I'm sorry, it's like Bishop, yeah, Heyman was just like you know what, you Bobby, come here. You haven't been doing anything lately. Also Ziggler, you're trying, you're trying. No one's buying any of the feuds you're trying to start. Let's put you guys together and see what happens. That's how it feels. And as a fan, I feel like that's garbage, dude. Don't do that. You know what? Give them the next four month break off and have them come back fresh. Don't don't just force something down our throats. It doesn't feel right. natural. The issue is Dolph just came back from a break. Oh, uh, exactly. That's my point. So and they did nothing to change. What him. do we do? Let's let him go. Let him go and do something else and go to AEW and, and become a fresh new hot thing. Let him go do some stand up and take some time for himself. Seriously. Yeah, just because yeah. it wasn't there some kind of this was on the CM Punks a couple weeks ago. There was some kind of handshake agreement that was broken between by Vince McMahon between the two of them because really uh, I, I, I can't remember exactly what the context of it. But uh, Ziggler's been been again upset with his creative, uh, you know. After, yeah, very, I mean, obviously it wasn't very long before it happened. But there was, I guess, there was some kind of handshake agreement between Vince and him, uh, allowing Ziggler to go do some personal stuff like the comedy, and amongst other things. And Vince wouldn't allow it. Jeez, he should have known that going in. That's how Vince is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No kidding. Yeah. I know you want to take people for their word, but you gotta. You gotta realize some things. Put that in the contract. Yeah. Oh wait. Um, okay. No, I found it. I found it. Excuse me. Uh, Vince McMahon is reportedly refusing to release Dolph Ziggler from his contract. I yeah. guess there was. Uh, he, he reportedly he had an agreement with Zig. Uh, Vince had an agreement with Ziggler to release him from his contract with the, the company, and then he uh, he had a change of hearts. He won't let him out. He was supposed to be done after SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, and. The, Vince won't allow it. Because uh, I think if you remember for a little bit there when Ziggler was away, there was a lot of talk that he was leaving them. He was There was a lot of Twitter, yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. He changed his name. There was a lot of things he was doing that made it felt like he was leaving. So it feels like the handshake was about come back, just just play this out until then, and then I'll let you, I'll let you go. And yeah. it sounds and shitty, dude. It's bad. Vince straight out told Dolph, allegedly, according to this report on Forbes.com. CM Punks uh, are saying. CM, the CM Punks, essentially. Uh, that Vince said he would rather just pay him to stay home. Oh, sounds like a, a, a you know another wasted talent like we know Luke Harper. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Jericho so sounds what, like Jericho made a good point. He said that ever since uh, that Sean Spears, since yeah. he left, uh, he, they're not. He was probably going to be the last guy that got let go out of his contract. That they'll never do that again. Uh, especially with AEW breathing down their neck. So I would not expect anybody to get released, you know, released from a contract anymore uh, until it's up. That's that's insane that he'd rather spend money to keep guys at home than... Because he thinks it's going to take down... He thinks this is the tactic that's going to take down that other company. And he's, he's, he's sorely wrong, people, dude. Man. He's, he's wrong, just, dude. He's just pissing people off. He needs to just go to the XFL and, and do that. He is... <laughs> it's, I mean, you're just religious... You're pissing people off to the point where they're going to go harder than ever uh, to prove you wrong and to make you look silly that you wasted them. So it's, yeah. Yeah, you're right, 100%. Which brings me to this. NXT's coming out. They're doing everything they can, and no matter how many times they say, oh, it's not because of this AEW. That's not because of Dusty's kids are making us nervous. Uh, it really fucking seems like it, right? Because like all these different things, AEW announces they're gonna have their TV show, and what does the deal is with that? And a couple days later, WWE's like, yeah, we're bringing NXT to USA. Um, this weekend, yeah, I think they they've been they've been rumors going on that they were gonna do that well before. Yeah, but I think it's because they'd it. already. Heard but I think, about but AEW. I do think AEW. I don't know. I don't know. I've honestly heard about this before AEW, I believe. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. But but I will say that this AEW is the reason why they pushed it up so quick. Oh, yeah. That's that's for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um speaking of AV, AEW, this weekend all out pay-per-view. Uh let me throw the card at you guys. You guys tell me who you think are going to win. Let's do it. Six-man tag team matchup. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt versus SoCal Uncensored. You had me at Luchasaurus, so that's who wins for that's me. That's me too, yeah, dude. dude. Those guys. He's already won. He's already guys. won in my heart, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Angelico and Jack Evans versus Private Party. Private Party. Those guys are are so good. I I hope they get the guys. win here. Ever since I saw them at ESW here, local local show, they blew me away with their high flying acrobatic style. Very just uh, charismatic guys. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm for when I heard they were signed to AEW, I was like, "Yo, I just saw those guys a couple months ago." So yeah, I I call private party. I like I like privates and I like parties. Let's go private party. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only know so we have a, a female match here, Rio Rio versus uh, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida, I don't remember from if she's already been on any other pay per views. I don't remember her, uh, but I do remember Rio Shia. Or I'm sorry, I'm Rio. So that's who I'm going to pick. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to agree. Kazoon <laughs> tight. <laughs> uh, I'm going to agree. I yes, go wrestling. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the next one is the 21 woman casino battle royale. The winner will receive a match for the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship, which is scheduled for the October 2nd AEW on TNT broadcast. That's her. That's her first show, right? Correct. Yep. Yes. Dude, what did I tell you? They're going to come strong with that first episode. So far, of the 21, the only people that are announced are Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Allie. Brandy Rhodes, Teal Piper, um, Evelisi, I don't know how to say that name, 
Jazz, Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, and Awesome Kong. Oh, you just said who I'm going to pick. Awesome Kong, all the way. Nice. I want her to win. I don't know. It's a tough one. I really like uh, I, Teal Piper. I didn't know Roddy had a daughter, too. I never knew that. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to go for her. I'm going to root for Teal Piper. Dude, I didn't know that either. Uh, I'm going to have to look up some of her matches. But I got to tell you, I honestly feel like because they're really trying to be I don't know. They feel like they're trying to be different, right? AEW does. They're trying to make a statement. They want to show all inclusiveness. They have, you know, comedy acts. They have gay acts. They have every all kinds of things. I really feel like we might see Nyla Rose win this to go up for the first time against, uh, you know, for this first time ever world championship to have a transgender wrestler in there. Uh, I really think that's what we're going to see. It's yeah. I mean, that's that's very possible. They they've seem to be given, uh, you know. Not a little push. Uh, another row that I, uh, I, I would, I would laugh if they if they had Brandy win it. Uh, just, <laughs> she's gonna be like, she'll be like the, the Vince McMahon of AEW, yeah. dude. She already started to take on that gimmick when she brought Kong out for that first pay per view. Everybody's like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? And she, and it, yeah. it was great. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, we have a crack. <laughs> this is called the Cracker Barrel Clash. It's a three way. It's a triple threat match. Darby Allen. Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc. I'm going to go Janela just to add hype to his uh, big match with Superhuman. I agree. And Joey Ryan coming up. Oh, oh, you said Superhuman. I think you you got that wrong. I think you mean uh, Mr. Hart, who he's going up against here really soon. No, there, <laughs> no, there's another there's another match coming yeah. up with Janela, Superhuman, and Joey For, Ryan. I feel like it's G- GCW. Or yeah, GWC but, you got a card. but it's Jeff Hart a part of that because if he's not, no, I don't care. No, 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 no. <laughs> However, yeah, but- <laughs> Superhuman is probably. I'll tell you what, I would love to see Superhuman versus Jeff Hart. Oh, you can put Jeff Hart versus anybody, and that is a dream match for me. <laughs> I'm calling Janela on this one. Also, we have Darby Allen, who's yeah. the new up and comer, right? And Havoc, who's the who's the. Uh, the, the kind of a veteran and Janelle has been around for a minute too, but I feel like Janelle is getting this kind of people are like, wait, who is this guy? Kind of a thing. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like yeah, he's I a little bit ho- hotter than the other two at the moment, though. I think we'll see both the other guys H- havoc and Allen really shine in this match. Same. I agree. Cool. Cool. Uh, we have a singles match. Cody versus Sean Spears. Uh, we all saw the chair shot heard around the world. Sean Spears is going to have Tully Blanchard in his corner. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, that's 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 wild to me, but I think a really cool uh, you know nod to wrestling history. Yeah. Um, man, I think if they want to make Sean Spears a a star, they put yeah. him over here. That's what I think too. I think Spears goes over on this one. Well, who do you think Cody's uh, going to have in his corner then? I don't think he will. Or uh, aside from his wife, oh really? Or you think Dustin. he'll pull Dustin out, huh? Well, I just read. Uh, I had a name. Announced that Dustin signed a multi-year deal with AEW. Oh so. man, I was going to say Arn Anderson. That's me. Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I would love it. I would too. I would mark out honestly. I, I'm going <laughs> to flip the hell out too. Uh, so I call Sean on this one. I think you said so, Matt. What do you th- What do you say, Johnny? I think you're. I think you're right. My my. Hart wants to say Cody because I like him so much, but I think you're both right. I think I think Spears takes it. Noise. Next up, we have uh, it is the a ladder match, or as they say in Spanish, Escalera de la Muerta, a ladder death match. 
for the Triple A World Tag Team Championship, the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, uh, Phoenix versus the Young Bucks. See, this match is going to be bonkers. It, is. it could be, but I did hear something that Ray Phoenix broke his leg. So no, it was close. It was close. I, I oh, believe he okay. got hurt, and it wasn't a break. It, was it a wasn't a serious. Okay. It was a big scare. But I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a lot more Penta than we will Ray Phoenix. Uh, but I still I think we're going to see the Lucha Brothers take their tag team back because the the Bucks have held it for a minute and successfully defended you know the 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 challenge for them the last time. So I think we'll see the Lucha Brothers come out on top on this one. Yeah, I think so too. It's it'd be a big win. Uh, the Young Bucks and like Cody, they don't seem to be one of those guys who everybody knows that they're in charge. So I don't believe that they're going to be putting themselves over every opportunity. They really don't need to win. Uh, this, right. this match either. So I'm going to go Lucha Bros as well. Noise. Yeah, same, same. Next match we have, this is a tag team match, and the winner is going to receive a first round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. This is how they're going to introduce their tag team championship because the belts that have been representative uh, literally belong to the AAA uh, Lucha promotion. So they're going to have their own their own belts that they're promoting. AEW World Tag Team Championship. Whoever wins this match gets a bye in that first round. The first uh, the first team on this tag team in this match is the Dark Order. I don't feel like I know them, and if they were on any of the early, maybe All In, I don't remember them. This is Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Oh, there was a, they had a big promo package for them. Yeah, it was just yeah, it, it was. Yeah, that's that's nothing really significant there. I mean, it's it's kind of cool because they obviously the former, yeah. formerly known as Super Smash Bros, and they're having they're more heelish uh, now. So and then they're going up against best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, and that's who I that's think's, my pick. Yeah, I was gonna say I think yes. that's who they're gonna put into this uh, tournament for the tag team championship. Yeah, I'm a big Ch- I'm a big Chuck fan, so I'm all for him winning. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a nice shoe brand. Uh, exactly. I love his shoes. <laughs> I love his shoes. So win there. Next, next up we have very comfortable. Next up we have a actually high profile singles match. This was supposed to be John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. However, Moxley a few like a month ago or a couple weeks, like actually two weeks ago, it was, just, it was recently, very recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, announced he had to pull out because uh, he had a bad ki- staff infection. Yeah, bad guy. staff infection in his elbow. Uh, so he, he had to pull out. It's the one that he had previously, and it came back, yeah. which is probably not good, I would say. I would say so myself. He's a, So he had to pull out. He had to also pull out of StarCast 3. He wasn't supposed to be traveling and doing things, so it really sucks. But let me tell you something. AEW just was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We're still going to make sure that everybody that sees this card is going to jizz all over the pace. Kenny Omega. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Pac. I hope – I hope that's how they uh, sold it, too. <laughs> I think that was literally the words that came out of Cody's mouth yeah. when he was interviewed by Larry King. Uh, wait, is Larry King even still alive? Yes. Ooh, Kenny is. Omega versus Pac. Pac took the place. Uh, former Neville of the WWE Universe. Pac versus Kenny Omega. It was a big deal because it was spo- we were supposed to see Pac versus Adam Page at the last pay-per-view, and that ended up not happening because of whatever gimmick they pulled, so he, he had to you know pull out of it. But now we see. No, it's because he it's because he refused to lose. Ah, oh, wasn't it? So I think that's what I heard. So we guess I, I guess he was champion or something. Pac goes over on this one. Is he still champion of that? Uh, of I forgot who he's champion of. That's the uh, that's what I'd heard. I don't know how true it was. That's one of the reasons why, uh, like he was being tough to work with because as, as long as he was champion of whichever, I, it's a big. 
I can't believe I'm blank on who it is. It's a big uh, independent brand. Uh, as long as he's their champion, he kind of refused right? to lose. It's in the UK? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I he kind of refused to lose. Yeah, I did, I did know that. So we'll have to look it up and see if he still holds that belt. If so, we know who goes over here. But I got to tell you, I think Kenny's going to put Pac over. Right? Kenny took the win on the last pay-per-view they had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a great match, though. I think it's going to be a fun match, oh, yeah. for sure. It's going to be a hard-hitting match, That's man. A, That's an indie dream match right there. We, I mean, oh, yeah. Pac was very young when he got signed. Uh, relatively young when he got signed to WWE, I, I, I think. He was er, early mm-hmm. mid-20s, maybe. Um, so this is... Uh, I don't know if this has happened. If it has, uh, it, it's... It's probably worth a look to kind of preview and get a taste of what's to come, but they're not. I mean, there's going to be no handcuffs on these guys, no leash. No. No. Literally, just go out there and and do what you have to do. These so. two are some stiff, stiff workers, man. You get Kenny Omega coming from strong style in Japan, and you and we've seen Pac, man. These are going to be some. This is going to be a. I feel like this might take match of the night if we did not have Adam Page versus Chris Jericho for the championship match. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think a couple matches have a chance too. Yeah, which is the one of the good things about AEW. You never know which one's gonna stand out. Exactly. Paige Jericho. Who do you think goes over? Who wins the first belt of all time? If you, this is what I'm really torn on. Honestly, I'm really curious. Curious what you guys think. Well, here's my. T- I mean, on one hand, you got Jericho, one of the best wrestlers of all time. You. Kind of put the. I mean, if you put that belt on him, it, there's a whole bunch of his history behind it. It's a very significant thing if Jericho wins that as your first champion. On the other hand, you got Page, who if he wins it, I don't know if he's ever won a world title before at a major promotion. I, I'm not entirely certain. I feel like an um, ROH he did right, wasn't he? he might, in ROH he, he might have. He might I'd have, have to go back and look. Even still, AEW's doing this thing where you know this is a new generation of wrestling. We're not the old style, and it's not a knock on Chris Jericho by any means. But um, I feel like Paige would be a more significant run. I think it would be a more a, a bigger moment in the long run as your first cha- your first champ, one of the new guys who hasn't been around as long. And like I said, that's not to take away anything from Chris Jericho, who still is one of the best of all time. But uh, I think I'm going to roll with Paige on this one. Ooh. I have to disagree. I have to go with Chris Jericho on this. And the reason I say that is because I don't think it'll hurt the push that Paige has or or even any of the, you know, anything that he's got going for him right now. I feel like you want Chris Jericho to win it because he was the biggest signing that they got when they started. It's almost like this was their exclamation point and he's going to actually be our first champion. I also look at Chris Jericho to this, you know, such a young promotion i feel like he's their rick flair he's the guy that he's going to get the belt first and then he might drop it on the next one but for a while he's going to have this thing where he's the man right if you to be the man you got to beat the man kind of thing every single time they sell out he's tweeting why do you think that is it's because i'm part of eight you know what i mean so i feel like we're going to see jericho take this uh and then we're going to see a nice little feud between these two guys uh, maybe because they they have the, a rematch clause where we'll see Paige still get a chance at it again. All right, so you you've each chosen the opposite. You've chosen Jericho. Matt's chosen Paige. So the ultimate decision's up to me. And I've really thought about this and I've weighed the options. I have to go with my heart and soul. And hearts the key word here. Jeff Hart wins. <laughs> 
he comes in and just fucking throws everything yeah. in turmoil. Cody runs in and says, uh, you know what? We're going to make this a triple threat match. Welcome, Jeff Hart, <laughs> our newest AEW signing. That would be huge. That would break the I would, I, That would. I, I would. It really would. It would break me for I sure. I would tell you I would. Uh, I'll, I will 100% give up on WWE and never watch them ever again. Pledge complete loyalty to AEW if that's something that happened. I know I know you're trying to like make a joke, but I'm 100% would do that. Oh, I'm serious. That's not even a joke. I'm what, listen, if we have a promotion that does something like that, dude, everybody else is garbage. This is this is where it's at. Uh, but I get, you both make great points for your choices, and that's why this one's tough for me. Because I think, honestly, this was a, a well-conceived idea that it'd be between these two. Because either way you go, you can work with it. You know, uh, if Paige wins, then you're kind of showing, hey, we're new and we're fresh. Uh, and so we got a champion that's that's new and fresh. And if Jericho wins, then he's a, you know he's a legend and he's a great uh, he's a great kind of a doorway yeah. into AEW. So I don't really think you can go wrong with either guy winning here. Yeah, you can make either one of these work. I. I don't know. That's why it's tough for me to choose. Yeah, for me, I just honestly. can't see AEW deciding for Paige to be the face of of, of the the promotion at the t- at the beginning. That's why it feels like Jericho's. I feel like I'm trying to convince Johnny. Like you, you like Matt, like you and I are have like a, a, a debate going here, and we're trying to win that one person to vote for our side. Yeah. <laughs> It's like America's it's, Got Talent. Yeah, right. Because think about yeah. it too. Because like, if you give Paige the belt, whoever comes up next, it, it, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it has the same weight and gravity to put that that next person over as it as would Jericho be if it would. was Jericho. Exactly. I can see that. That's, okay. Point. Yep. You, yeah, you swayed me there because I was just thinking if Jericho wins and the the promo on the opening show is going to be stellar. Oh, and whoever God. you have, like, you can do a thing where. Like one of the best things that ever happened, in my opinion, in Jericho's career is when he debuted against The Rock and interrupted The Rock. Yeah. Let's have somebody do that against him on that first opening night. Yeah, it could uh, be. It could be show. Paige too. It could be that they're going to develop a nice feud here for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. So you you talked to me into it. I'm going Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to hear his promo the next the, for the next show. You would get some good stuff. We all know how great a, an arrogant Jericho is when he. You know, yeah. when he has the hardware to back it up. Like, we've I agree. seen some great stuff over the years with that. I agree. Uh, but I won't be mad with whoever wins. Either one winning is cool with me, though. Yeah. yeah. I think this is going to be – so, for me, I'm definitely looking forward to this pay-per-view because so far I've not been disappointed. I feel like the last one, there was a couple matches where I was like, okay, those are all right, right? Whereas before it was always like every match was phenomenal. But they still haven't gotten to a point where I'm like, ooh, what are they doing now? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, before we go further, guys, I want to ask you this because I'm going to cut this part out. This is just us talking behind the scenes. We're already a little bit over an hour on this show. Do you want to just save the heel turns for another episode where we keep that as a topic? Because it feels like AEW All Out was the topic. I wouldn't I'm hate cool that. with that. Yeah, I think I'm an cool hour is perfect. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. On top of that. We can still do my game real quick. It's really short. Awesome. It's like a little bit of trivia. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, we'll transition there. Um, so yeah. So definitely, I'm looking forward to AEW this weekend. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. Are you guys gonna try to watch it, or are you just gonna wait for the after? 
Uh, I'm probably going to – it depends on when I come home from Hershey Park this weekend, but I definitely uh, – <laughs> I mean, this is something I've definitely been looking forward to. I mean, I know, Chris, you wanted – you were going to make plans to go, but you missed out because the uh, ticket sales went so quickly. Dude, yeah, and I was literally in the virtual queue, and then all of a sudden my screen just says sold out or whatever it says, and I was just like, what? I was so yeah. mad, dude. Yeah. So I mean that's that just goes to show yeah. you how high in demand this is. So that's good, dude. Their their first tapings for their first or the first you know shows on TNT have already started selling out. All the uh, the places See, actually, that they're going. I heard it wasn't or no DC is not doing too good. There was the it, other places it is. Yeah, what was the first night? The first night sold out, right? Uh, yeah, the first couple nights, but they said DC's yeah. not doing very well. They said there's ah. still like four thousand tickets left, but it's like it's DC's not a great wrestling market. I was gonna say it's a it bunch was, of morons in DC anyway. <laughs> you ain't the truth. Yeah. So uh anyway, um that's AEW man. That's that's uh that's again, I think I speak for all three of us that we're definitely looking forward to it and are we're keeping our eye on what's happening because this is going to inform basically where pro wrestling goes here in the next few years uh and what kind of creative we're going to see from competition. Speaking of competition, Johnny, you mentioned that you had a game that you wanted to uh kind of bring up for the show today. What, what what's going on there? Uh, yeah, uh, I figured we could end this show with a bang, uh, with a with a DDP, and we're going to uh, do a bit of trivia. We're going to call this a "Can You Name." I'm going to give you a bit of trivia. I'm going to set this up, and I want you guys to take turns trying to name uh, names that will fit this list. The list will have four people on it. We'll see if you can get all four of these. Okay. All right, you guys ready? Now here we go. This is all about the Intercontinental Title. Ooh. So remember that. So Chris Jericho holds the record for the most reigns with nine. Who, however, uh, there's only been four people who've had a continuous reign of it for more than a year. Can you name the four? More than a year? Who held the belt for over a year. Shawn Michaels. Incorrect. Whoa, really? Why did it feel like he did? So wait, one of them's all of one of them's really easy. Okay, one wait. of them's really easy. Let me just ask you this quick. Think. Does it mean all their reigns combined equals over a year? Is that what you mean, or they or consecutively? The yeah. It, they, no, no, no. They held the belt for a year straight before dropping it. So that yes. was a long time ago. I'm gonna. Um, well, obviously, Honky Tonk Man. Oh, that's right. Honky that was the, that was the easy one. That's that right. was the easy one. Yes, because they didn't like they had nobody to put up against him. Right? What was the deal? Like he? Well, there was a few here yeah, and there, but it, he just went so long without matches for a while. 454 uh, days he held that title. The, the Elvis guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I think there's another name that's kind of easy once you think about it. Man, I listen, like the IC title is probably one of my most favorite. I just always feel like this is the most it always felt so much more prestigious than world championship for me, but I can't like I have a I know a lot of guys that held it, but I can't think of who may have over steamboat did steamboat hold it over a year no but you're going in the right direction uh, what about savage did he do- there, you, there go. you go there you go there's the second one that's two okay because that's what they were wrestling right. for at wrestlemania was the the title yep yeah uh what is it who else now now good luck with these next two. Oh, good god <laughs> it's probably gonna be like god uh ultimate warrior what a- no, Ugh, I'll give you clues to help you out. All right. uh, none of these two are. I don't feel like we we've heard of these names, but 
but I don't feel like a person who's just sort of interested in wrestling will, will have heard of these people. Oh, okay. Rick Rude. In my opinion. I could be wrong. I think a lot of people have heard of him. Okay. Uh, in my opinion. The Rock? No. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Brawler? Dude, how would the, that, wouldn't that be awesome if that was his one claim to fame? Claim Everything to fame. else, he was gar- he was just like <laughs> yeah. a jobber, but he held an IC title <laughs> yeah. for a minute. <laughs> Damn. Oh, this is tough. Now, these are very tough. I don't know if you guys are going to get these. I'm trying to think of ways I can help you out. <laughs> uh, All right, this guy's last name is the same name uh, as a country. It's spelled different, but... Uh, Tom Morocco, Tom Morocco. There, yes, there you Tom go. Morocco. Yep, that's, nice. who I was, that's who I was trying to get. All right, can you get the last one? It is a... Uh, I'll give you a little help here. It's uh, it. The name is of Latino descent, especially the first name. Jose, Lothario. <laughs> no, uh, it's not Tito, is it Santana? No, it is not. Ooh, I remember Tito Santana. I do too. Yes, but that's not who this is. Huh. You guys are doing really good. You got three of the fours, which is more than I thought you'd get. I thought you'd get two and not be able to finish there. Yeah, I'm tapping out of this one. This one's tough, man. This is a very tough game. You said Mexican descent? I, judging from the name, I don't remember the guy. I remember the name. I don't remember the guy. Um, okay, I'll give you another clue. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Pedro Morales. There you go. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I, knew Chris, I knew Chris would get it. <laughs> I was going to guess Esario, so. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's the four who've held the title for at least a year straight before dropping. Wow. Why did I feel like Sean held it for much for at least a year? Because it seems like you would, right? right? I think it's because I the he's, same thing. he's got one of those personalities and personas that you just remember him with the title, you know? Some of these guys, you just remember yeah. them with the title. Yeah, like the only I one, think it was the only they, one they hot potatoed it a little bit back. Then. Like, yeah. I think once you hit like 1990, more so the mid 90s, yeah, nobody held it on for very held on to it for very long. And that that totally diminishes the prestige of such a belt, man. It really oh, does yeah, for sure. Oh, it does. such a, such an awesome belt too. On top God, of that, I love it. It's my um, favorite. Yeah, the only name. If you look at those four names, the only one that, if you really think about it, if you don't know anything about wrestling history, the only one that makes sense to me is Savage, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was sure. a close He's, one. Yeah, that was that was an era yeah. though where the intercontinental title was legit viewed as almost equal yeah. to the to the main title. So that's that's interesting. It is. Yeah, I mean, I think in my life, like since I've refollowed WWE, the longest reigning IC champ for me might have been Randy Orton in '04. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and there could have been some other ones too, but I think Orton's the one that like, really sticks out from that post. Like legit, like ninety four, ninety five onward, um, is the longest reigning. So I'll tell you what I feel like we have. I, I, so we have this thing going with the Miz and Shinsuke Nakamura right now. I would love to see Miz take that title back and then hold it for a while. I feel like he could definitely elevate the prestige of that title again, even if he turns heel with it, better than Shinsuke's doing right now. Uh, I'm torn. I'm a Miz fan, so obviously I'd be cool with it. But also at the same time, you just got this new pairing of Shinsuke and Sami Zayn, which I think is going to work out really well if you let them run with it. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's I don't why know. you give them. I mean, a, you're not wrong. You give though. them a tag team title. That's why you give them tag team belts so that Sammy's the the, the, the promo guy while they're champs. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's what that that would work there and give Miz the IC title and see where that goes. They got to do something with him. He's, he's floundering for sure, for sure. So, uh, yeah, guys, I'm all out. I'm done. You guys, anything yeah, I'm to out. say? No, I think we're good. I'm done. All right, folks. But thanks so much for listening once again. This is Hardly Kayfabe, your source for professional wrestling on the BICVP network. For Matt Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. I think it's time to take it home, boys. Oh!